up. Welcome to episode three of the LTIR podcast. Reporting live here from Tawasin on December the 3rd. Joined by my buddies, Brian and Scully. How are you guys doing today? Brian, what's up? Doing all right, man. Pulled a pulled an all-nighter at work and clocking in for a little morning episode. So I'm ready to go. Yeah, that's crazy coming off the graveyard and, and showing up for a 9 a.m. podcast. Yeah, man. We'll see what comes of it. Love yeah, that energy. That's dedication. <laughs> yeah. Scully, how you doing? Oh, not too bad. Woke up, you know, ready to go, and then probably going right back to bed after this. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, I actually, I got up at 6 today because I was in Whistler for my buddy's wedding. Oh, nice. Sick. Uh, yeah, so I, I got up and hit the road and just thought about what we were going to talk about for two and a half hours on the way back. Um, beautiful wedding up in Whistler. Um, unreal ceremony. Everything went great. So uh, really proud of him. And uh, yeah, we're going to rock it today. Um, I think we'll talk a little, you know, we'll catch up at the beginning. And then we have our first interview in LTIR history. Um, Let's go. Yeah. The Big first day. comment when we went live on Instagram, the first comment was from Matthew Cox, a uh, good old BC boy. And uh, he jumped on it. He said, I'd love to come on there. So uh, three episodes in, we're going to welcome him on in a little while here. Yeah. Hear about his story a little bit. And he is a Canucks fan. So Hodges oh. is rocking the Nux jersey today. And Scully's oh, always a Canucks fan. So. Oh, yeah. Love it. They I had, had a the big rep. dub last night, too. Yeah, man. They've been hot. They just made a good deal. I like the trade they just made. Did a couple you, of them, actually. Did you hear what happened last night on their with their deal? No. Fedora, first game as a Canuck against the Flames, gets the game winner, empty net. First wow. goal as a Canuck. There you go. We couldn't have written it any better. I love on it. On the board. Guys absolutely yeah, loved in Calgary, eh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Made some fans on the way out. Yeah. <laughs> Did you guys watch the game at all last night? No, man. I was working. Oh, yeah. Fair enough. I yeah, watched man, uh, a bit of it. I thought uh, it looked like a pretty good game, but then I was uh, switching the basic cable TV guide in the uh, the hostel I was in, and I saw that Shooter was on with Mark Wahlberg. And I was like, well, I got to tune into that for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. That's a good movie. Big yeah, guy. Zadorov was getting booed so much during the game. Like he was really? probably just loving it, especially they, getting that goal. Who's he? The way they play in Calgary? Yeah, they played Calgary last night. No way! That yeah, was, was his debut. Yeah, that was his debut. That's and his rad. first goal. He only has two goals on the season, and one's against Calgary. Good for him. That's rad. Uh, I have a question for you guys. Um, as a former elite athletes. How would you handle being booed in a game? I love it. it depends. I think I love it's it. all circumstance. Like if it's, like something like that, that would be kind of fun. If but, it's a if it's a home game, I would not like it. But if it's a away game, I would. I would. I would yeah. Like, like in the tur- like in a Zadorov situation, sick. If you're like you know how uh, like Nashville when you let up a goal and they just just let you hear it like that would be a tough it it depends but usually I like that I think I'd be fun well if you're getting booed at least you're doing enough to for them to care yeah you got to do something <laughs> like 
I don't know. If you earned it in a good way, I think yeah. that'd be so rad. In an in a way team's barn, then yeah. then, it, then it would be all right. But yeah. if you're at home and you like take a digger on the blue line, yeah, sick turnover, that'd yeah, be fun. Game give up the game winner. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I asked that because personally, I would I would crumble. Um, absolutely crumble like i would i would oh. the puck would be bounced off my stick if i was getting booed even in an away barn i, yeah, I wouldn't well, thrive under the pressure <laughs> i'm a hundred percent knowing that i'm saying that you know sitting in front of a computer with no prospect of that ever happening <laughs> i can't even imagine what that'd be like to have twenty thousand people booing uh what kind of crowds uh, did you guys play in front of when you're down in the states playing i mean thousands no I'm yeah. just kidding. it would uh no you know it's funny be like uh i mean no one really but uh <laughs> my uh i had an old coach who played in like the coast a uh, long time ago and he was saying uh they got paid nothing but they'd go to the bars and the girls would be like yo so you're like a pro hockey player like what would they pay you and instead of saying like you know what the number was he just go you know what? You wouldn't even believe the amount they're paying us. <laughs> Instead of... <laughs> so that's my um, answer is you wouldn't believe the amount of yeah. people that would come watch us play. Well, I will say our first game in college was an inner squad game, green versus white. We had 50 guys at training camp. So we went toe to toe and um, they've had the, they had the attendance at about, I want to say a thousand Right for that green white yeah. game pod. Honestly, yeah, that was yeah. Actually, that was right. That was that um, was the peak. Was your green white inter squad game? Hey, I yeah. Mean, we never had more people since the game like, was we, at midnight yeah. on a Friday. So it was a, it was a good crowd. Um, yeah. I scored. Out of voice. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Stick snaps. No, it's funny. That game was sick because our coach, when we showed up to campus, was like, hey, boys, like, go do all the social things, like, get people to go to the games. And we're like, okay, deal. So we'd go to parties and, like, obviously just chat up all the girls at, at school. And then we show up to the game and the whole crowd, like, 90% of the crowd is just girls. And we're like, this is ridiculous. And then uh, our coach kind of smirking. And then after that, we go into the season and we're like, this is sick. Like, we're sick. And then uh, had a good couple run. And then after a while, started losing. And then you'd see the crowd go like, all right, that's a little less. And you go, ah, that's a little less than the week before. Ah, that's a little less than the week before. And then uh, it turned into just like, you know, nothing. But it was a fun just, start. Just parents, like minor hockey games kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but we're all from out of town. So, like, there's like. No parents living in Baltimore, really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's so that's tough. It was uh yeah, was loyal time, girlfriends, though. loyal girlfriends and uh anyone they could get to come and you know, it, it was good. The the most people I ever played in front of was at the uh midget max tournament in Calgary. Oh yeah. Um we made a team, my Atlanta team combined with a South Carolina team or North Carolina team. And made like a, like a whatever, like combined team and entered the tournament. And we made it to the finals. And I think they had the attendance at 5,500. Uh, in, in the Saddle Dome. That's sick. Yeah. And uh, I was a minus player and got a penalty. And my penalty was replayed on the Jumbotron. <laughs> no. Uh, 
There and you then go. They throw me in the box. I was just staring up at the screen, just like, oh, nice. <laughs> there it is. That sucks. I yeah. I did that. I think the doing the Quebec tournament, the Pee Wee tournament was sick. We had uh, we had uh, the game was like two games after like the opening ceremony, so they packed the barn. So that was pretty cool at the call say. And then my dad was saying it before the game. He's like, you're going to get on the score sheet. And I was like, I mean, fourth line. I was, you know, not not like a top player on that team. But like in the third period, I did the same thing. I just got like a tripping penalty. And I'm sitting in the box and I'm like, well, he wasn't wrong. Like we got on the score sheet like this. <laughs> you can't take that from him. My name's on the sheet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. And then Scully, I think at TRU, your football team probably got some some decent fans. We were packed most nights for in those stands at uh, at TRU there for the Broncos. Yeah, it was pretty pretty electric, but it was nice that uh, a lot of the families could come because everyone, all the guys, most of the guys were from BC. So I think it was mostly parents, but those stands were packed. But they weren't very big, but they were. It was fun to play in front of. Yeah, I don't think. All right, boys. I hate to interrupt you, but our first interview in LTIR history is about to start. All right, we got him for fifteen minutes. So, any questions you got for him, fire it off. But here we go. Fellas, fellas, fellas. All right. Let's go. All right. <laughs> Welcome to the oh, LTIR, man. Matt Cox. Thanks, boys. Long-time listener, first-time caller. Let's do it. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> oh, man. How you doing, buddy? Good, man. You? Oh, fantastic. Just got back uh, from a wedding. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, just fired up that we got you on here and fired up that we've made it to a third episode. No, I'm, ha- I'm happy to be you guys' first guest. This is cool that uh, you started doing this. I'm, I'm pumped to be, uh, yeah, pumped to be a caller for you guys. Yeah, no, it's awesome. Coming in hot with an elite mustache right now. I know, November went a little late this year, I know. It's incredible. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Um, you were the the first person to comment, right, when we came out. You said you'd be into it, and we uh, we jumped on that. I just love love seeing guys that I used to play with or cross paths with, like starting things like this. I just love to kind of get involved if I can. Yeah, and I've, I've okay. also been I've been telling my girlfriend too. I've been wanting to be on a podcast. I've never done it before, so I was like, "Fuck, this is my chance. I got to do it." <laughs> Here we go. Uh, That's awesome. Yeah, I met Matt uh, when I was five years old. He came out to me on the t-ball field and went for the handshake, and uh, I was shell shocked. Didn't know what a handshake was yet. <laughs> um, he named our t-ball team the Tawasin Tomcats, and the first oh, yeah. play of. Uh, the game was a ground ball to shortstop and Matt called dog pile and everybody just piled onto the person that picked up the ball. <laughs> yeah. My, my baseball career didn't extend too much uh, further past T-ball for that very reason, but uh... <laughs> the dog pile didn't catch on. <laughs> Dude, it's actually crazy. Cause you would have, you would have thought that maybe like blocking the base path or something would have like been like a good strategy, but <laughs> yeah. Come on. Uh Someone well, some kids' the, t-ball careers. In. Some kids' t-ball careers started off hot with an inside the park home run. I know. Well, hey, that's Troy. the thing is, I, I always had a good pair of boots on me, so I could always run around the bases really fast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, we were hoping to just dive into your hockey a little bit and hear uh, about everything that you went through on your journey 
to the RBC Cup? Yeah, so um, I kind of have to qualify it in that, like, it was a really cool thing to be a part of, but I was also a very small piece of it, you know? Like, I was, I think, 18 at the time when I moved to Yorkton, I think. And the group that was there was already pretty well established. Um, the guys were freaking unreal too so like the core was like the core was really much really very much set and the year prior to me arriving they had already went to the western canada cup so because you got you guys are both americans right is that am i yeah right in that yeah so i I, yeah okay so yeah so i get so like for junior in canada for anyone like doesn't know it's typically what happens is you play in your league if you win your league whether it's the, I think there's a 10 of them across Canada. What If you win your league, then you usually go to a regional tournament. It's kind of changed in the last few years. But before, if you were in, I think, Manitoba West, you would go to the Western Canada Cup, it's called. And then beyond that, then you'd go to the RBC if you qualified. So the Terriers had gone to the Western Canada Cup the year prior. So there was a lot of expectation going into the year that they were going to make another run at it. Um, and so when I got there, it was like right from kind of like, the first game like it was expectations were high and um i think around i'd say january was when it became pretty obvious like we we were gonna have a really good shot at getting there um and so yeah like i think i think just the run-up to that was one of the cooler parts because the one thing i tell a lot of people when they ask me about it is like what was like the one the, the big takeaway and stuff and i think the the biggest thing was that team like no matter how sort of behind the eight ball they got or how behind in a game we got, like there was never a sense of panic. It was always just like, nah, fuck. We'll like, we'll figure you, it out. You guys we'll just, just knew like... you were going to go and just roll through guys. Right? Yeah, it was, it was, yeah, you know, it was one of those, it was one of those things. Like it just, you know, there's never any, you know, no one was ever upset. It was just like, fuck, let's, you know, let's just go to work, put the boots on. Like, you know, it was very, very much just all business. So that part of it was really cool. And then, um, you know, on the flip side of it as well, like being able to come back because that year the Royal Bank Cup was hosted in Vernon. Um, and so myself, along with I think maybe three or four other guys were all from British Columbia that were on the team. So for us to go back to our home province and play in front of, you know, friends and family was really cool. But then obviously to go and win it as well was like pretty special. Sick. So I think that was like the real sort of like cherry on top was um, you know, we had a few, we had a few buddies of ours that were playing on, I think the Vernon Vipers at the time. And, you know, they had, they had, they had, you know, egos and they thought they were really going to roll through <laughs> the other teams in the tournament. And so for us to kind of go in there and, and win the way we did, it was pretty, pretty cool, pretty special. So a lot of fun memories of that time of, of my life for sure. That's amazing, man. So without getting a, you know, anyone into too much trouble like what was that celebration like (laughs) it man it like it was one of those things like it lasted it felt like it lasted far too long (laughs) and the thing the thing too like the other side of it was there like we ended like the season was officially over i think the last game we played was may i want to say like may 18th or something like it was like a really long season and what happened was the lead up to the Royal Bank Cup, we would always have like a week and a half, almost two weeks in between each tournament. So we won our league and we didn't have anything for the next two weeks. So then 
our coaches were like, all right, you got the green light, like go for it. Yeah. So we had like, we almost had like three bender weeks, like in the span <laughs> of like two or three months. It was ridiculous. Um, I think like the funniest though, like thinking back, like one of the funnier moments was the night after, cause we had to catch a flight the day after we won um, as you usually do. And like trying to get everybody there for the flight was like, a fucking disaster like it just wasn't it wasn't it wasn't possible like it was like and the thing too was like it wasn't just the players like we had all the support staff and i think we had like the booster club too like it was crazy like the whole plane was just people from yorkton saskatchewan pretty much and it was just like an absolute zoo trying to get everyone to the airport in the morning like i'm <laughs> i think i want to say like we had like almost like 15 people missed their planes it was just like it was so funny <laughs> that's great <laughs> yeah it was such a, it was such a time though man like I, for the community it was such a big deal because they you know it's a community-owned team it's a very tight-knit community very you know very typical of small town kind of prairie uh, communities and it just it it was just one of those things like the people were just so fucking excited man for us like felt like kind of like a like a bit of a celebrity in a way because we came home we had like the big parade throughout the city we all rode in like the back of pickup trucks and stuff um when we pulled up to the rink after getting off the plane like we're all like hung over bags of shit and there's like almost like a thousand people there waiting to like congratulate us like it was it was pretty cool like just That's you know rad. it was like the closest the closest i ever got to like you know being like a major league hockey player or whatever so that part of it was pretty neat but uh yeah fuck it was it was a riot i was it riot that's awesome man so uh when i when i asked you to send me over some pictures i noticed the first picture that came over was you in a scrap yes yeah it uh it's a beauty picture and uh, so... it brought, it brought back a memory of mine uh you and i <laughs> played together on the ctc chiefs named after the slap shot movie that's right. Okay, I'm glad you remember the name because I was trying to remember the name and I couldn't. I just remember we had uh, green jerseys, I think. Um, yeah. But yeah, that was that was summer hockey, I guess, for us. Three-on-three three summer hockey. Yeah, we were 15 years old, non-contact league. I got buried from behind. And while I was gathering myself, I turned around. Your entire upper body gear was off. Your helmet was off. And you were just wailing away on the guy that hit me. <laughs> um, so... Just leads me to the question: Was uh, was fighting a decent, decently big chunk of your junior career? Uh, like, <laughs> I think in the sense that, like, I was like, I was good at maybe like, I was I was good at always sort of like answering the bell, but very rarely did I ever come out on top. So I think I kind of earned the nickname of Speedbag when I was uh, <laughs> playing junior hockey. <laughs> It was good. It was great. It was good at eating punches and and saying "fuck you" after. But I, uh, yeah, hey man, every everybody's got a role, right? Everyone's exactly got a role. Everyone's got a yeah. role, and for Someone's me, it wasn't scoring one. goals, so so I uh, had had to, had to get noticed somehow. So that was kind of you know the the long and the short of it. But yeah, I uh, I don't know. I think honestly, I think going back to that uh, that perennial scrap in our three on three summer hockey league. I think that was also like one of those things where I was just like, you know what? Like, fuck, like we're getting like, I think we were losing. Like, I was like, fuck this. Like, let's just like, let's just like get the crowd going a bit. And yeah, you might as well yard <laughs> all three of the people that were watching my dad. <laughs> hey man, if, if they're, if they're going to beat you that you might as well make them earn it. Right. I know exactly. That's the whole idea. 
Yeah, I'm not gonna not gonna let him come easy to him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's awesome, man. Yo, so, so, so on that. Oh, no, go, ahead, go, ahead, that, go ahead. Oh no, I was gonna say on that on that uh, cup team that you were talking about mm. was that was the whole city just kind of like was everyone kind of like on board with yeah this is the year to do it or was it one of those things where it was sort of just in the room you guys were like nah that one's beating us uh that's a great question so it actually was like it, it very much was sort of like a like a community-wide sort of not like initiative but like it, like everyone there was by and like it was interesting because um a lot of junior a hockey teams like you know they'll supply gear and everything for their players um, mm-hmm. but they don't, they're not like as, you know, outfitted as maybe a Western hockey league team or even like a college hockey team for that matter. But the really interesting part was the lead up to the playoffs of that year. Like there was so much buy-in from the community. There was a lot of donations in the form of just, you know, extra like players workout gear and stuff and like jackets. And so we had like, we were getting all the swag. So like, it's sick. it very much was like a concerted effort from everyone in the community. Like, Hey, like we want to support the guys. Like, let's yeah. like make sure like we can, you know, what, even if it's something as small as like paying for a meal or something, like we had a lot of, um, a lot of like individual business owners kind of chip in for, yeah, like meals out. Um, one of the kind of more like sort of notable stories was Jarrett Stoll, who was on the LA Kings at the time. He actually was from New Yorkton. And so when he heard that we had made it to the Royal bank cup, he, I can't remember exactly what, what his donate, but he ended up donating some money to the team and we ended up having like being able to go out for a few really nice dinners and stuff. And like, it was all kind of on his tab. So yeah, it was pretty cool. Like even like him, right? Like he's pretty far removed from it, but he, you know, felt, felt the need to sort of chip in. That was, that was cool. Like, I think just that feeling of having people really sort of get behind the team, what Mm -hmm. it was doing was like, it was pretty cool. Cause again, like up until that point, like my, you know, hockey existence had pretty much just been, you know, my family paying for my hockey, you know what I mean? Like it was never like yeah. anyone outside of that, like contributing. So it was cool. It was, it was a really like kind of fuck. I made it moment, you know? Yeah. Um, I was just checking out the RBC cup here. That last game there, you guys went down three, one second period. Fuck. Was it, it was like, dude. It was, back. it was a fucking crazy game. So we, yeah, we went down a lot. We're down three to one to, uh, I think it was Carlton Place with the team, and they were like a pretty—I don't want to say cocky and arrogant, but they like they they had a pretty like inflated sense of themselves. They had, like I think maybe they're always like they're always nasty. I feel yeah, like. and like they they had a, f- a bunch of guys that were committed to pretty big Division One programs, so like they had like a bit of a like a bit of a superiority complex, I think. And so when we went down three one, it was like. <laughs> It was it was kind of crazy because like there wasn't it wasn't like an oh shit like we're fucked feeling it was like people like the guys on the team were like we're fucking pissed because we're just like we're gonna like <laughs> these fucking you know like Ontari- these guys? Ontario <laughs> losers like come on so <laughs> it, was like, it was crazy man like everyone it, w- it was just like everyone just fucking just was like fuck this like so to see so see us kind of like come back the way we did and and to come back so late in the game too because I think it was like. We might have scored two goals in the last ten minutes or something to force yeah, overtime. That's what it looks like. And then it I was, see you, you beat him earlier too. Oh, two winner? Roman. No, not me, not me. So this is actually a really cool story that I think TSN kind of picked it up a little bit at the time, but it didn't really get as much maybe FaceTime as it should have. So my roommate, the guy I lived with, his name was Derek Falloon, awesome guy. Um, 
he had he lost his mom at like an early age i think he was maybe 17 or something he lost his mom so he and he was in yorkton for i think two seasons total three seasons anyways leading up to this and so in overtime he was the one that scored and it was like it was pretty cool a it was obviously very emotional but b he like sent out this tweet after saying like that one was for you mom or whatever and it got like that's sick something crazy it was like a like ten thousand retweets or something and like the really like the really cool part about that story is he's from a really small town in manitoba called russell manitoba and there's like only really two two only real famous people from russell manitoba one is that john montgomery he was like the skeleton guy in the olympics who won canada's first gold medal or something back in 2010 and then the second is Derek Falloon. And I think they put up like a billboard of him when you first get into town. Derek Falloon, RBC Cup winner. Like, that's so sick. Funny. That's unreal. It's not, so, that's not bad company either. No, exactly. So, like, it was cool. Like, I think for him, like, because he was he was finished after that, like, that year. But for him to kind of finish his junior career that way was, like, obviously very special. And just to be, like, able to watch it was, like, that's... fucking crazy. Like, Well, then you guys were down 3-1, mm-hmm. less than three minutes left. And you guys scored eight seconds apart to tie it up. Well, and that's the other thing. Like, it was just, yeah, like, it was just so kind of like happened so quickly. And yeah, but that, that just kind of goes back to what I was saying, though. Like, there was never any panic out of the guys. Like, it was just so, like, calm, just cool, kind of calm and collected. Like, we're going to do this and we'll find a way. Like, no stress. Uh, that's the cool, one of the coolest stories I've ever heard. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's cool. Like, again, like, I kind of, because I'm so, so far removed from it now, I don't, I don't really reminisce a ton. But when I do, I, I, I kind of get goosebumps a little bit because it's, yeah, it's a really cool story and it's a really cool moment to be a part of. And I feel like, well, especially because it is tier two junior in Canada, it's not as highly publicized. So, um, it is one of those stories like TSN probably could do like a segment on it because I think it's, it's definitely worth, you know, getting that story out. But, but yeah, no. absolutely. Well, we'll uh, we'll hope that TSN tunes into the LTIR Matt Cox interview and uh, they should. They should, boys. I, yeah. I got I got a feeling this this thing's gonna blow up soon. I know you're only on episode three, but I got hope. I do too. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, Scully, you're a Canucks fan as well as Maddie. We just wanted to get a couple oh, questions on, on that uh, before we run out of time here. What what are your thoughts on that Zadorov trade? Did you watch the game last night? Uh was- yeah, I, I I did. So I I don't know. You know what? It's hard. It's it's because I gotta be honest. I thought for sure we were in for another season of just like, you know, more or less the same. Like fuck. Like back I think, to the wild. I think like, all Canucks fans were in in that same boat. Like not expecting this at all. What's going no, on this year? Like it's cra- as, it's crazy. Like as an Oilers fan, I I relate to that every year no matter what it's but you know same. what i have i have a i have a pretty controversial opinion and i know i'm gonna get some hate for this but there's a there's a small and that when i say small i mean very small there's a small like <laughs> sick part of me that kind of enjoys seeing them struggle as much as they have and the only reason is because a i hate the ownership group and b it's because our city burnt itself to the ground the last time we were in the cup finals so like there's that small part of me that's like you know what like I don't know I, if we deserved you it. I've been, you made your bed. Yeah, I've been, exactly. I've been saying it for a while that, like, with that ownership group, we won't win a cup with that owner until he sells that team. I and man, I've had a, such a, like a very similar opinion, and I think it's just yeah, unfortunately, too much, too much meddling with maybe the day to day stuff, and not enough just sitting back and letting your your guys that you've hired to do the job. 
Well, well, like that whole Linden situation when he was president, like he had the right idea going for that rebuild. Exactly. And like, that's the, like, I think a guy like him, like, I think he has like some incredibly valuable insights and to just sort of push him out the way they did is just like, it kind of, you know, you're kind of shooting yourself in the foot, right? Like what do you expect is going to happen? So, yeah. Um, it's, yeah, it's too bad, but you know what, who knows, maybe this is the year where they start to sort of turn a page and, um, that core group really starts to like come together. Like, I mean, Quinn Hughes, like I, I I knew he was going to be a player. I didn't realize he was going to be as dominant as he has been. And like this year, like, fuck, like he's kind of taking it to another level. Like, oh, he's a monster. The way he like, he just skates and just makes guys like not even like his hands at all just is skating mm-hmm. to get that separation from guys it's insane. i know and i like i always kind of use like because and the, he's like probably my favorite defense from the league i use kale mccarr as kind of like a yardstick in as far as like what like a an offensive defenseman should be like and like quinn is he uses he's like right there with kale mccarr like oh. they're they're both just like elite elite yeah. defensemen so and it's like they're so far ahead of mm-hmm. everyone else in the freaking league it's crazy this year yeah yeah so who knows? Maybe our maybe our long tenure of suffering is finally coming to an end. Who knows? But I was, I was gonna say you guys are the top of the league talking about ownership right now. I'm like, oh man! <laughs> I, I watched the Oilers lose to like the Sharks. I'm like, I know, you're probably on. flipping us the bird under the <laughs> yeah. bus right now. He's so rattled. <laughs> oh my yeah. god, I love it. <laughs> but they got so lucky for so long where they'd lose, be looking at a lottery pick, and then win the second half of the season I know. lottery pick and then get lucky with their draft pick and get I know their guys late mm-hmm. mid round like while well, their guys are fumbling with their top five we're they're sliding down to us. Yeah li- literally yeah <laughs> like it was just the luckiest rebuild and retool mm-hmm. I've ever seen. Well uh Maddie was there anything else you wanted to uh to say before we let you go here? No, you know what? I'm just uh, really happy I was able to be a, a, a you know first guest for you guys, and hopefully I can tune in again. But um, more than anything else, I'm just looking forward to sort of seeing where this goes. And as you get more guests on, I'm sure things will get you know smoother and better, and all the rest of it. But yeah, it's great, great seeing you guys. Great meeting you two boys as well. And, yeah, uh, nice, yeah, to meet nice you. to meet you, brother. Yeah, no, I'm sure we'll uh, we'll cross paths again here soon. Yeah, you definitely got to come man. back on for sure. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Count me in anytime. Thanks so much, Matt. Of course, buddy. Take it easy. We'll see you guys soon. All right. Yeah, see, see you. Later. Nice meeting you, bro. You too. Right on. All right. Interview one in the books. That was, that was unbelievable. Sick. Yeah, that was cool. That was unreal. That, that was so... so... That story, though, about that Derek Falloon and, like, his mom, and that that's an incredible story. I wish, wish the RBC Cup, like, got a bit more publicity, if you know what I mean. Because I, yeah. I never heard about this before. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, that's a, a tier one, ho- or like a, an A-plus a hockey story that, uh, yeah, could have gone out to. I mean, 10,000 retweets is really cool, though. Yeah, that's unreal. But uh, Matty, he, he's he's built for this. I mean, he was unbelievable. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's a beauty. Be, he's yeah, going to be he's... my replacement. <laughs> he's one of the, the best teammates and people i ever met during my time playing hockey just uh like salt of the earth great guy so pretty cool that we got to have him on and get his story out there and we actually did have a viewer from manitoba on one of the episodes so i wonder if it was in russell uh, unreal 
That's yeah, such dude. a small town thing to name it after a first name. Yeah. It's unbelievable yeah. to have a whole town be like, this is Todd. And you're like, all right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> like, I always oh, want to know what uh, Flin Flon was named after. Flin Flon. I think there's a place here. Yeah, oh, yeah. Go Bombers. Yeah, there's, it's on the border of Manitoba and Saskatchewan. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. What league is that? Because I heard, uh, the, I heard it's either the SJ or the MJ. There's it could be both. It's probably both. It. I, like, I, I played both leagues, uh, Kelly. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right on the border. <laughs> they switch every year depending on how they do. Get relegated down to a, a worse league. <laughs> Fair enough. I I can't remember where it was, but it was either I don't remember where I was playing when I heard this, but there's a kid playing in that league, and they said that they would throw that out there as like a threat and be like keep playing this way we're gonna trade you to flin flon play out for the <laughs> freaking bombers <laughs> right on um yeah so uh i'm just checking out we're doing for time we started at uh what like 9 20 yeah something like that yeah we gotta get a timer going next time yeah i gotta oh there you go Eleven dollar watch. Yeah, um, I just I just not good at math. So what's nine twenty plus to oh forty minutes? Okay. <laughs> yeah, so we get like a we get like an actual like time like a like a, a stopwatch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Need to go this scoop one from it. the from the arena. One of those big clocks from the back behind the yeah. behind the glass. Put it up right there, dude. I'm putting up a jumbotron in this room. Love it. That'd be sick. <laughs> Girlfriend's gonna love that. Yeah. Uh Brian, I saw you mentioned in the chat that uh there are some jersey reveals for the PWHL. Oh yeah, we can tell you that there's a couple yeah, so I'm a big jersey guy. I like that. That's like my I I don't know. I'm I'm super critical of whenever they do a jersey reveal. I like that kind of stuff. But, uh, yeah, there was a couple. There was, like, the PWHL came out. Uh, the Rangers came out with, like, a third jersey to look sick. Um, but they were getting a lot of heat for, like, the the uh, the whole branding thing because they were talking about, you know, trying to get names and, and uh, trying to get all that uh, squared away. And it just – apparently they came out with just, uh, you know, no one has a team name. They just kind of put, like, generic – you know, sort of lettering across the chest. But I don't know if you guys, did you guys see the reveal or the drop of any of them? I saw, I saw all the PWHL jersey. I was just talking to my buddy about it the other day, actually. And I, yeah, I know they're just like, they're just interim jerseys while they wait for like their team names right now, but they're, they're beer league teams have a little bit better. Yeah. I'm, I feel bad. I like it's, it's already like day one and you're getting a lot of heat. Yeah, I mean, I, I, the consensus is it's not. It's kind of that. Like I feel like that's the general feeling. Mm -hmm. I don't. I don't know what you're doing, like thinking you're going to start a, a league and not have any like branding or anything like that. But, I mean, well, I don't like... know. It's like year one of a league. Like if you look at, you know, I know it's so different and context yeah. and everything, but like. 
you look at like first year or like early stages of like NHL sweaters and it was just like, you know, one, two colors or, and like a, like a letter or something. Yeah. But that, that's and then you look like back a hundred years ago when they didn't have, yeah, but I'm saying like, you know, you look back and then you see current teams trying to make throwbacks to those. Like, I feel like, you know, as an original six and in, you know, hopefully if the year has the, the league has some success, it'd look cool as some, you know, whatever throwbacks, like original jerseys that you can try and. Did you, you know, did I you don't see know. the it just, team names that they have proposed that I guess they filed to copyright kind of thing. Did you, did you no. ever hear about those? I, I, I'm, I'm not a fan. I think they could have done a bit better on them, but they have like, I guess what's happening is like Montreal Echo, Boston Wicked, New York Sound, Ottawa Alert, Toronto Torch, and Minnesota Superior. Is there going to be, I guess, their team names? What's Brewer? So none of it's, are any of them plural? No. I was just about to say that. No, none of them are plural. And what is that? Three out of the six are. Just uh, different definitions of noise. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe that was on purpose that they did that. I yeah, don't maybe know it's why. A, I don't know. I just hope it, they do a good job because the hockey uh, on the women's side is, is so it's good now. Phenomenal. Like, yeah. Phenomenal. yeah. Like, well, that's it, the thing, too. Is yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, it's the, the branding. Like, I feel like people, people will move. It's a bad look to start a league like this, but, and, but I feel like if the product, it doesn't really matter what, you know, if the product's good, it's not going to matter at, at, yeah. at a certain point. Yeah. So yeah, I'm just like, hoping they can get a good, good show. Like I, I'm hoping they, they can produce something that, that, uh, and market it in a way that people are going to watch it and it'll pick up because they, they do deserve it. Oh, hundred totally. percent. I, uh, I I didn't yeah. like the Kraken name at all. Um, I I honestly still don't. And I didn't like. Really? The, I wasn't yeah. the biggest fan of the Golden Knights, but uh, <clears throat> then like they win the cup, and now all of a sudden the Golden Knights is kind of a cooler name than I thought to me anyway. Yeah, so, I also don't like like the jerseys where it's just like the city name down across the chest. I I don't really like that. Like, yeah, like the New York like Rangers third, like the one in your background there, Hodges. You don't Rangers like that? Jersey. I don't like those jerseys at all. Wow, wow. man, that's a hot yeah. take. Yeah, there it is. Okay. Totally hot take. I do not like those See, type of jerseys. No, yeah. I, I feel like you're, you like this one. No, the, the, the Thrashers jerseys were sick. I love the yeah. blue. Those are unreal. The ATL Atlanta down the sleeve. That's fine. The Atlanta down the sleeve, but when it's your whole branding on the front is just Rangers or New York, and now done do it for me. Boring. Yeah. Boring. I get it only because I don't like when other teams do it. Um, but I mean, the but Rangers it's like, are, uh, it's, it's like, a the, like I understand the Rangers are like original six iconic. So I, I'll, I like that one, but like when other teams do it, no, like Vegas, yeah, I, I agree. Vegas did it once too. And I, fuck, I hated them. Hated oh them. man. I mean, I could, I could, I'm trying not to, Go on a. Ra- I could spend a whole episode talking about Jersey fouls and like, right. uh, like and don't like. Oh yeah, but uh, but yeah, that's I agree a, with you. That's my hot I, take for the day. I, I agree <laughs> with you, except I mean the Rangers is that's a great jersey, original you six. Can't. I'll I'll put the respect there, but that's that's about as much as I'm going to give it. 
Yeah. Another one that I got over with quick, like that I used to hold, and now I've just I'm I've liked it more that I've seen it on other logo or jerseys was like the the Canadian center stripes. Once other teams started doing that, there was like when Florida came out with their jerseys, I didn't like it, and they've kind of grown on me. And it at first I was like, ah oh, man, no one else should do that. Like that's so weird that anyone else would do that and try yeah. and be the Canadians. And now it's kind of grown up. It's something that's I kind of like that too. But you it, like the wild but, jersey in your background. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That yeah. is, I don't like that one, but I do like the logo. But the Rangers is the one that I think they're the only one that 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 looks cool doing. I never knew I the so wild jersey was shaped like a bear. What? What? When did you find this out? Like I don't know. Now? I saw it on I saw it on the internet a long time ago. Yeah, but not a long time ago. I saw it on the internet. Re- I guess more recently than I that, that made no sense. But uh, no. I, <laughs> <laughs> no, I just never knew it was like it was a shape. I just thought it was the wilderness. Do you know that that Columbus jersey that's behind you? That it's the shape of CB, the red yeah. red writing. No, that Troy. No idea. <laughs> <laughs> Troy, that one's a penguin. Oh. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I, I've not I've never been known as the most uh, detail-oriented guy. No, oh. it's that <laughs> it's that subtle subtle lettering. Yeah, the but as a diehard Blue Jackets fan. That's a, tough look. that's a tough look. That's a bad look. <laughs> yeah, they've, they've turned it around a bit though after losing nine straight. Yeah, they have. Yeah, yeah. So um, the Oilers so, are on a four-game heater too. Yeah, let's go. I said uh, for fantasy news, I said to hold tight on Patrick Liney. He's on a uh, three-game goal streak now. I think he's doing okay. Um, yeah, yeah. I like it. Drove, starting to get going a bit. When it when it comes right. to the fantasy stuff, I'm just gonna ask real dumb questions because I I'm not big into fantasy hockey. I played like two years and then I was gonna do it again this year, but I decided to focus more on getting dubs in fantasy football. So there you go. I'm just gonna be be like, oh, what what do you mean by this? I'll be the general public asking the questions for you guys. I like experts. that. Do you have any? Uh... Do you have any questions off the top of your head that you can fire at Brian and myself? Uh, no, you put me on the spot. Shit. <laughs> can I throw? Okay, wait, hang on. Can I throw a couple guys that I thought would be like more like are kind of a surprising pickup? Where here, let's see. I think one Jared Spurgeon since the coaching change has been good. I think he was a disaster coming out of injury. And I think he's going to be sick the rest of the way through because he's their like number one guy. He's their captain, and he's been you know I mean it's only two games, but he's gotten from going zero points. He's got two assists in two games, and then uh, Montour's been a bummer, but I think he'll pick it up. And I think Shabbat is going to pick it up now that he's coming back from injury. So those are my three that are uh, currently on my team. Because <laughs> I, like I haven't said anything else. Like, I was just talking about from my roster. Yeah, that's my update. You don't want to. Those wanna, three are going to be sick. You don't want to say someone else's players are sick. Hey, eh? you just got to say your own. Yeah, that, that's how it goes. No, but I, yeah, but I do think they're going to be. I think Spurgeon's going to be. He's going to figure it out. Troy doesn't think so, or didn't at least. 
Oh, I, <laughs> maybe I was just doing that because I wanted to trade for him. <laughs> like, oh, he's not going to figure it out. <laughs> you got to make sure that guys in your league are listening so that uh, you talk shit about their players and yeah. then go for the buy, buy low, hey? No, no. <laughs> I tell you, I took, you know, I, we've mentioned it. I took heat on the Yossi deal. He's tearing it up. He's been gross. And he actually led me to something that's really rare. Um, we actually had a tie in our Elite Eight league. Uh, oh, yeah. 176.2 to 176.2, like to the decimal point. I've That's never insane. seen that. You got to go to yeah, the, uh, go to the It was my dad probably. and me. And uh, I tell you, I had one player left in the last game of the week as uh, Mason McTavish, and they were getting pummeled. I was like, get angry. Just go hit someone. All you have to do is hit someone. <laughs> hit someone or block something and just nothing. He he just did zero <laughs> points. He had zero zero points. Like did he stopped hitting in the third period? I just needed like the puck to hit him, you know? And uh <laughs> I was watching, I was freaking out. <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah. Just a test yeah, to never doing seen that. nothing in a game. I think that's yeah. a that's an Indian leg wrestle for the win kind of thing because you're in the same household. Yeah. <laughs> There's no ties in fantasy hockey. <laughs> no. Got to settle it one way or another. <laughs> I guess I have the commissioner. I could always do a stat correction. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. I did see. I did Illusion. see a uh, puck go off his skate lace. That counts as a block shot. Yeah. <laughs> but like, Paj, how did your weeks go? Ooh, uh, it's been rough. So, like I said, the the elite eight. I said last time I'm, we're committing to the rebuild. So I'm trying to, you know, put some feelers out for some trades. Uh, but in the other in the league where I'm supposed to be good, I'm losing currently and working on a three game losing streak. If if today doesn't go well, so it's been a rough stretch. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah, it's been a rough stretch. Yeah, I but I'm hoping like I don't know. I added a bunch of guys like on the last second to try and get some extra games in today just to see. But I'm like 20 points back, so we'll see how it goes. Yeah, I'm about to go 0 and 2 and uh, this week across the two leagues, and uh, one of my losses is coming to the 0 and 7. Uh, Pierce Tashenko. Wow, dude. Yeah, I'm about to. Wow, <laughs> you're gonna lose to the Sharks, man. Is that yeah. is that the league with your Yossi deal too? How's that looking for you? Yeah, it is. I'm about to be <laughs> <laughs> three, four, and one. <laughs> Unless somebody goes off today, three, four, and one, and that's your league. You're going for today. Eh? Oh, buddy, <laughs> oh, you're no. good, in, Troy. You gotta, you gotta. Don't both leagues you're competitive right now yeah i mean yeah playoff spot six... both leagues yeah your team's nasty you... you have the i like the let's see which league was the kachuk trade in uh jeepers keepers yeah i like that one a lot you pulled carlson kachuk and uh what was it hellebuck yeah sick Gave up the future though. That's all right. It's a win now trade. That's yeah. Yeah. I've never been the most patient guy. I'm I, I'm not either. 
I went for uh, my fantasy football. I went for a one year, one year rebuild, and I'm going for it this year. So that's why I'm like no other sports, no other fantasy leagues. I gotta focus on win now in my one league, my dynasty league. There you go. Yeah, because in our football league, I I uh, destroyed you. Too, yeah, so. you handed me my first L. <laughs> and then I took I took another one the next week too. I'm on a game two game slide, looking like a three game slide. And uh, you started uh, chirping on text, and oh. I just quietly sat there and watched the boys do their thing. And then I cried myself to sleep after I took that L. <laughs> <laughs> um, Scully, we're getting to the end here. We we do like to usually end on a Scully hot take. You heard the hot take. You got any others? I got. I don't know if I do. Um, you put me on the spot again. Stop. Fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about you? My hot take. Hot, hot take. Perry wins a cup with another team after that oh, disaster gosh. that happened Honestly, in Chicago. That's a hot. Okay. Do you think he even gets signed right now or no? I think, it, team I, think it, I think it waits a bit, but a team will sign him. Someone that's in we a, have a bad. We have a bad track record with hyping up Perry. <laughs> we said he was getting 50, 50 points and we yeah. uh, then immediately he, he uh i also gas. i also chirp troy about his yossi trade in fantasy and then yossi started going off so i think it depends who says it <laughs> <laughs> oh man i think, uh, Hodge, I think... was there anything you wanted to discuss here towards the end uh i don't know like a quick topic or you want to get into like because I, I i don't know you we, we didn't we could talk about like the zadorov like bovillier kind of trades that vancouver's been doing we could talk about yeah, i don't know what do you I think a big one would be patrick kane uh to the red Wings. oh yeah dude that's yeah unreal. yeah where do you think he slots in in that lineup i mean you got to try him with the Brinkett and Larkin, but Raymond's been good on that top line, so I don't know. You'd probably yeah. put him second line, but I think he'll succeed there because he doesn't have to be the it guy, which is – and in New York, they said he struggled, but he was hurt for most of that. Yeah, yeah he, couldn't, he couldn't skate. Yeah. I think I think you got to try him like – you got to – obviously, you brought him in because he's a star, and you think that he can do, you know, coming back from injury being like the old Blackhawks Patrick Kane. I think you got to try and with with DeBrinket and try and get that because they were electric together in Chicago. Yeah, so you got to give that a shot, especially with Larkin down the middle. But I don't know. I I think he's he's gonna do. I don't I don't know because the hips are hard to come back from like that. That usually is a career ending injury. Like not, but, but like a Nick Backstrom for example, where he's like, I feel great. And then he came out and played some games, and he's like, uh, maybe don't feel great. And now he's yeah. done. He didn't, you know, he's done in ten games. So yeah. I don't know. It could be, it could be like another Iserman, like just knock out of the park, or it could be just like, ah, oh, man, that that could have been a way more fun return for Kane. Well, at least he's only on like a one year deal, right? He's one year he signed for, right? Correct. Yeah, or but I, I'm wrong? just saying, as like a fan of Patrick yeah. Kane, like I. I that I'm hoping it's the the former, but 
you know, I don't know. Hips are the yeah. it's a tricky. I hope he's all right. Because right now it looks like yeah. he's collecting original six teams like the Infinity Stone. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. He's halfway there. Yeah. Well, that's awesome, what do you boys. Think, you think he's coming through or no? Kane? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. Troy picked him up off waivers. That's why. Did you the- really? I no, guarantee he got it. drafted. He got drafted in both leagues. Oh, really? Really? Yeah. yeah. That's wild. He's I on people's uh, LTIR. There we go. Hey, let's go. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boys. I think uh, this episode is super cool. Um, but I think we're gonna try to keep it around an hour. Sure. So uh, yeah. Um, Thanks so much for once again getting up here at nine 15 in the morning and Hodge off a graveyard. I mean, yeah. Scully works nights and just impressive. I've, I worked, um, I did a 24 hour shift this week on Tuesday. Oh, Not man, supposed to, but I was 24 hours driving. Oh yeah. my went gosh. Prince George down at, or I went Clearwater down to Surrey, Surrey up to Jasper, Jasper home, 24 hours driving. No, thank Holy. you. Holy. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's that's commitment, and uh, uh, I mean I'm having a blast doing this with you guys. And uh, yeah, man, it was a good time. We're getting positive feedback, and a shout out Gen Z because I made a TikTok and posted <laughs> two, uh, posted two TikToks, and like I I didn't know I don't understand how it works because I have zero followers, mm-hmm. but it, like it said 600 people watched it, and I was like, wow, like and the hashtag <laughs> was just hockey, so. Yeah, I don't know how it's, half that stuff works. So no. I'm still on Facebook, so yeah. that just tells you how mentally old I am. There you go. There's still yeah. MySpace was a thing. I'd still I, be going I heard it's. I heard it's coming back. Yeah, <laughs> the sky's the limit for Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> right, boys. Well, let's wrap it up here and uh, regroup for next week. All right, right on. Sounds good. All right, take it easy, guys. See you guys next week. Take care, guys.